Welcome, welcome. We're so glad you stopped by to come and have some fun with us. Go grab a drink, lock up the kids, sit down and enjoy. We have new episodes coming out every Wednesday, so favourite, like, follow, subscribe, and don't forget to share with all your writer and reader friends. Go do all the things. Right, let's do this. This is a special Preptober episode, the month where we try to get ourselves and our book ideas organised for NaNoWriMo. The month of writing madly. Join in, outline along with us, sign up to nanorimo.org, set up a profile, and join our character collective writing group. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so this week, um, it was a week. Uh, I had a lot of uni, so I had my uni assignments, essays, and stuff tests and things like that uh, but in a good place with that so I've got one of the subjects is completely done and the other subject I've just got an example and the one I've got an exam for I've already passed anyway so the exam's just like you know whatever just the icing on the cake yeah well I wasn't going to say icing I thought about that I went not really because icing's delicious um <laughs> Literally, that's where my brain went. It's like, I said, okay, don't say that. It's an exam. I think it's good. Exam not. I'm trying to think of something that you can add to something and I can't. I've got nothing. Yeah, it's like, nah. It's, it's an exam. It's extra marks. It's just, it's bonus. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. Um, yeah. And the other, the other one uh, had an essay and a test, which the test probably got me to a pass mark or like half mark off a pass mark so again the essay is just like um you know mm-hmm. a, a thing that's not icing <laughs> there are many things that are not icing <laughs> it's, it's anything but icing it is i don't know what's the good metaphor for that it's like there's not there's no there's nothing there's not right it's just it's a thing it's a thing it's like a past who cares move on yeah yeah so, yeah, so uni for, for um, this session, I've got the exam on Wednesday, but then, you know, yeah, that's done for uh, about a month. So uni's going to start up again right in the middle or probably at the start of November. So, yay, that's handy. So I also got back the first draft of Cupid's Guide to book cover. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So I've sent back my uh, adjustments to that. I'm still waiting on, on NASA, but hopefully that will come through in the next day or two. Um, also got the first draft of my artwork for the NASA kids, which is looking fantastic already. Um, shout out to uh, he's he, he's the same guy that did the the image on our picturey thingy with the words Jesus, the picture, the book. <laughs> our profile yeah. picture logo thing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, so shout that. out to Jay. I isn't home. Um, uh, not his real name, clearly, but that's what he's under. I was going to say, Jesus, mum and dad. <laughs> uh, so, and the other thing I did this week, which is kind of a personal thing, it's not really writing, but it's kind of really cool. I did the um, 13K Doral Challenge. So I walk slash run in the 13K Challenge on, what was it, uh, Monday? So that was fun. Still recovering, but it's all good. So, yeah, so that's been my week. Yeah. 
mean, if they're in keys and you haven't been training up to it necessarily, that's a pretty yeah, big achievement. Uh, yeah, not, not as much as I wanted to be, that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it. I lied. I, look, I survived. That's the main thing, right? I yeah. lived. You lived. <laughs> and I did it as a good cause. So the money yeah. goes towards helping um, the Durrell Conservation Trust over in Durrell, uh, over in um, Jersey, UK. Um, and they, yeah, so they've got the, the Conservation Trust, which uh, basically looks after, like, endangered species and, and, and really cool animals, and I really can't do wording. <laughs> all the wording has gone by the by side. I, my words have all been used up for the day, I think. <laughs> your your <laughs> allotment has, has been used. Go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had a fairly achievement-filled week, Um, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's blurred together, to be honest. Last week and this week have blurred together a lot. I have yes. been extremely vague this week. So I'm like, I don't know what I did last week or this week. So I may be thinking I've done a lot more than I actually have done. That's okay. Um, well, go with it's it. Fine. Like, embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I got another couple pages of the script written. Which is amazingly slow. Like, I am just... Not the not the writing of it, but I'm supposed to submit 15 pages of it, and that is, it's it's not going to get that far into the movie. Like, yeah, it's it's not. Well, so. yeah, it's like 15, 15 pages, like 15 minutes worth of screen yeah. time, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know exactly sort of where the scene is going to end in. Um, so it it'll work out with what I've got set out on, like, the um, the plan for it. I'm good at words, too. <laughs> well, you know, I don't remember. Words. We did My the words are already. gone. We've done it around the wrong way. <laughs> we did. Should not leave the summary to the end because no. brains, people, oh, my God. Yeah. Start with the um, catch-up and then do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made words this week, everyone. Be proud. <laughs> I think. I um, actually, speaking of brains, and this is this actually isn't writing related at all, but October's there's like um, a writing writing uh, a drawing thing every October, mm, and it's one yeah. of those ones that has prompts every day. Anyway, threw out that idea and was like, I'm gonna draw random shit because that's about all I can. So, I've done one so far. Oh, yes. Catch up. But um, so far I've drawn a brain taco. Awesome. So it's, uh, it's like just a slice of brain, like sliced top down, sliced down. Uh, yeah, just in the taco shell. So Just for Getting a bit of background for everyone. So I have a character, Pete, who's in NASA. And basically we <laughs> this was just a thing that came out with a, a – like a uh, words, man, words, um, a cookbook for a zombie. So a zombie cookbook. And so you're doing the pictures um, yeah. for that. Yeah. Which is kind of really awesome and cool. And I know that you're doing this as kind of like a challenge to do the drawings and stuff, but it'd be cool to kind of put it together and I'll write up some recipes as 
repeat and yeah, put it absolutely. out there. <laughs> Deliver a, re- a zombie recipe book. Oh my god, words, man! What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I just I can't do it. I cannot make them. My mouth won't do the letters, the stuff that makes them go together. Loud sounds. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Went to say then, but the word loud came out. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, I can do anything more than grunt at the moment. <laughs> oh, seriously. It's not right. Anyway, continue. Yeah, right. So you're drawing brains, which, you know, handy. <laughs> yep, yep. And of course, I've picked like, I could just go like straight on and pick like a really flat angle, but no, I had to pick like this fucking 45 degree angle. Bullshit. I don't, don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Do it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Swear end of my brain. Maybe that's why we're having so much trouble wording because we haven't sworn as much as, like, you know, fuck that, fuck, and fuck that, and fuck that. <laughs> Is it like um when you're editing as you write and it slows you down, like, because we're trying to not swear? Yeah, are you mindful about what you think? Yeah, words, words coming out. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. It's so you should just like embrace the swear. Fuck it embrace all. the fuckity fuck fuck. <laughs> embrace the fucks. <laughs> embrace all the fucks. <laughs> Don't give the fucks, but definitely embrace them. Throw questions at me or something. Need help. Like I need um, help. I don't ask for help, but I need help. All right, so you know what happens at the start. You know what happens at the end. Ah, uh, well, yeah. He goes home and wakes himself, and then at the end, he tells Dave to leave him alone. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does he do that? Um, well, at first, I thought it was because, like, I thought the intention of this book was that he was trying to be what everyone else wanted him to be. And now I'm starting to think, no, that's not true. I think he's trying to be what he thinks that he wants himself to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. So they're kind of telling him Dave's a bad influence. Everyone tells him Dave's a bad influence. Mm-hmm. Everyone tells him that. And I think that deep down, even though Dave's not, um, I think that he wants to have someone to blame mm-hmm. and Dave becomes a really easy scapegoat. Makes sense. Mm, it does. Yeah, that does. So maybe what he wants is to be normal, but what he really wants is somebody to blame. <laughs> but he's never going to be normal. No. No matter who he blames or how much he tries. That is very correct. He throws. So the next book, in the next book, he's... um kind of realises he can't be without Dave. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I think people are going to ship them, <laughs> um, which is just hilarious. Um, yeah. And that's kind of his return. That's his, it's kind of almost his pretty much at breaking point after that one. So this is mm-hmm. kind of, he's not at breaking point, but he's getting there. Like this is him, mm. kind of his last ditch effort to not lose himself completely. But he doesn't really Dragging himself do. down. Yeah. So I think he's trying to anchor him, anchor himself into being his version of normal or what he thinks that he should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's the opposing force? I know you said everyone is telling him that Dave's a bad influence, but who, who is on the other side of this that he's choosing between? You've got Dima, you've got Frankie, you've got Trish. I think Trish is probably going to be a powerful one. Because one of his mm-hmm. aspects of being normal is he's still pining over Janie, who is the the chick that had dumped him that started the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, so she dumped him on Valentine's Day. He goes out with Dave to get drunk, and it's that night that he turns into Cupid, uh, yeah. as his you know, or his breakdown, whatever it may be. Um, so he's still pining for Janie. I think he sees Trish as an opportunity to get back the stuff he's thrown away. Um, yep. but he also knows that she's way too good for him. Who even knows if she's real or not, let's face it. <laughs> well, the last normal thing he had was a relationship. Yeah. That was yeah, the last exactly. point of normal. Yeah, he had basically in the morning, things were normal. He had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, living in his own apartment um, with her. He was... He didn't have a job, but he was as close to, you know, his version of normal as possible. Um, and mm-hmm. then by the end of that night, he was in a fucking mental institution and, you know, when he came out, he moved back in with his mother and he kind of lost it all. So, yeah, okay. his so, vision of normal was being with Janie. So he's going to try and recreate Yeah, yeah. So that's, that as much yeah. as possible. So I can take out a job because that one he wouldn't care about, but definitely having his own place or a place with her rather than his own place. And and she's probably got a lot to do with being like Dave's bad influence because I imagine he'd be like, Dave says this, Dave says that. And she's like, Dave's mm-hmm. So she and Dave are like the little opposing forces sitting on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got it very wrong. So his his thought process, if you kind of remove yourself from the actual book itself, his thought mm-hmm. process is what she's saying is good and right because she keeps telling him it is, and what Dave is saying is bad and wrong because he's listened to Dave and where's it's gotten. But the fact is, yeah. Dave's actually the one that you know is loyal to him and is there to protect him, and and she's just doesn't that much care. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, if he's just trying to claw his way back to normal and recreate the last normal situation he had, yeah. he'd be putting a lot of stock in her opinions. Exactly. Like he did with Janie. Like, and that's what Dave was like. Dave didn't like Janie at all. He was yeah. very much, she's, she's a dick and she's trying to get you to fucking be who she wants you to be. Um, so that's what he's looking for. He's kind of, it's almost, oh, man, I'm sorry, Harvey, close your ears for a second. It's almost like he's looking for a mother figure. I think the only arguments he'd be having with Dave is about him doing, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Dave just calls Trish Janie. And so it'd be Harvey kind of like, 
standing up for her almost. Oh, God, I can see that, but I could also see him because of Dave doing that, calling it to her face, like, as an accident. Yep, same. Which could be, like, the turning point of when she loses a shit at him. And they're not even really, like, they're not even together as such. I think he wants her to be, and he wants her Mm. to represent these things. And it's almost like maybe she's kind of too nice to just be like, no. Being like, well, if you can't do this, then, you know, we couldn't be anyway. And then he starts doing all the things and she's like, oh, I've got to find something else. (laughs) Every time she gives him, like, another challenge, he's like, I can do that. That's fine. Yeah, he just makes it. (laughs) And he's just like, and just little becomes a bitch. He's pushing him more and more further away from, like, who he actually is. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just going there willingly because he's looking for this thing that's just not even real, which Mm -hmm. is... Pretty much his entire existence. So, I mean, there's definitely different levels of that. Yeah. That would be in play of, uh, like, what she gets him to do and yeah, be like. So, in the meantime, what's happening? So, because he's getting his shit together, it's just his version of getting his shit together is just messed up. Right, so, what other things would he be chasing to try and get normalcy? So, he'd be doing, he'd be, he'd be, not doing idle matches, he'd be following Dima and, and you know, exercising still, um, mm-hmm. looking after himself, eating better, not doing any of the bad shit. He's just basically, he's an obedient little puppy. Sorry, obedient little bitch. Yeah, that's correct. So he's looking at it backwards from past it and being like he was an obedient little bitch. Okay. Ah, fuck, that just went a little further. So it's not that he was trying to get Trish. He was literally trying to get Janie back. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's, all right. So he's not actually hooked up with Trish. Oh, so it's Janie that's like telling him to do this and do that. That makes more sense. I didn't know Janie, Janie came back, but apparently she does. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it's not Trish. So Trish is basically just representative. So he meets Trish at the end of the, the third book. And they kind of, they have a chat and they arrange to go out again, but it's as friends. And he talks to her about Jamie. So very quickly there is like, there's not going to be a thing with them. Mm -hmm. So it's actually Jamie that he's trying to get back into her good books. And it's actually Jamie he reconnects with and he's having conversations with. And it's her that's like, you can't see Dave, you can't do this, you can't do that, stop doing this. And he keeps jumping through the hoops and she keeps setting the bar higher and he just keeps jumping over him. So it's, it's literally James, not Trish. Excellent. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, that just sits so much better too. And it also explains why, like, Dave would just be like, dude. Also explains why he's calling her Janie because it actually is Janie. <laughs> All right, so let me just see if I've got everything I need now. I mean, I've definitely got enough to work with. So the turning point is probably going to be when she pushes that final bottle. But no, don't speak to Dave anymore. Gets what he wants and pays a heavy price. So he gets what he wants which is to reconnect with Janie, but he pays the heavy price of having to jump through all her hoops. So his unfamiliar situation is trying to be a better person. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. No, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling we can take that and actually slot that into the, the, the story circle now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's good. All right. So do you need anything before I do my story circle? 
So yeah, I've managed to get mine broken down in about a paragraph for each of the story circle sequences. The first one, the character is in a zone of comfort. Yeah, looking at Grace as she exists, where she fits into the society, where she's allowed to go, what just her normal day-to-day is, what she's doing in terms of like how she's managing to steal and also where that's going. Sequence two, but they want something. We look into sort of why she's in that predicament and what she's there to actually do. Because she's not, you know, obviously she's not existing within high society because they treat her well. That she, you know, she blames the death of her father on these people, you know, because his business partner getting away scot-free and then his dad killed him, her dad killed himself. And there's no way, she has no way of proving that the business partner was corrupt. So, she, you know, she's there to find that information as well. I've got for sequence three, they enter an unfamiliar situation. So I've got Grace being caught stealing by James. So he's another societal outcast and an ex-convict uh, does odd jobs around houses when he can convince people to hire him they are aware of it have been aware of each other but sort of haven't really met and never interacted so he plans to turn her in because as an ex-con himself he doesn't want to get caught up in whatever she's doing and have people assume that he was involved and get himself back in trouble again I don't mm. think that he was jailed for anything bad um, or if it was, there was a good reason for it. So I'm not saying he didn't kill someone. But still, if he, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if he did kill someone, they deserved it. Like really deserved it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sort of sort of the um, honourable bad guy character. So okay, I've got secrets for adapt to it. So Grace confesses to him like why she's stealing, lets him into the backstory and the motivations where the money's going um and so instead of turning her in he ends up working with her they strike a bit of a truce to help each other out uh, and cover for each other so now they've got sort of an alibi that lets her move a bit more freely so in section five you get what they wanted grace does unearth evidence about her father's business partner setting him up and stealing his money but not sure where to go with the information and ask james for help she nearly gets caught but he takes the rap for it, basically throws himself, you know, in front of it for her um, and lets himself be captured and taken into custody so that she is free to pursue that justice for her father. Um, so number six, I've got the pay a heavy price for it. James's hand is severed, so they cut his hand off, um, escapes and finds his way to Grace and then so puts her in the place where she has to choose whether to save him um, or lose that chance to mm. have her vengeance. Section seven, then return to their familiar situation. She chooses to take him to the safety of the small village where she's been sending the money and supplies. And because she's been supplying that village with medicine and morphine, like clean cloth, they're able to look after him and his stump heals. He doesn't get sick or die or anything like that. Mm. So she's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he stump heals. Yeah. So I don't know whether she tries to sort of resituate herself back into the noble house where she sort of was before it all happened and put herself back where she can start getting that evidence again. I will have to have a look at that one. But sequence eight, having changed, Grace realised like she's there hunted by the police and the nobles and she 
Essica realizes that this whole time she's been trying to change the past, like the whole, everything that she's been doing is just to clear her dad's name and that reputation of that family. And she realizes that it doesn't matter. Now she has something else to focus on. So she chooses love and the opportunity to forge her own future. So Grace and James are smuggled down to the docks by the village priest uh, to a ship captained by a friend of James and the two sail away from their old lives towards their future together. Oh, that's beautiful. um, Yeah, I'm really happy with it. It's actually really adorable. Yeah, it's it's light, you know, (laughs) despite the severed hand. Um, and the backstabby it's supposed to be yeah, it's a life it's an adventure it's you know it's yeah. it's it's an indiana jones princess bride sort of vibe of adventure well the severed hand too like i i wondered about so i remember a little while ago i asked you how he lost his mm-hmm. hand because i wondered whether it was um if he was in jail for thieving because remember how they used to cut yeah. their hands off with the thieves that was where my brain went so it was like when he lost his hand on his way out I'm like wait was he in there because he was a thief and was that just kind of like a little bit of them going haha we still managed to carry out our thing yeah no but it's it's entirely possible like I've got it down that he's lost his mm. hand during a prison escape but whatever grace the evidence that she stole like if they find James with yeah. it and you know he's gone back to jail yeah, for stealing yeah. it's so likely yeah. for them to cut his hand off as a deterrent you know uh, and a punishment, and then he can escape a different way. Or maybe they, no, I don't think they just let him go. I think he escapes. I don't know how. I'll figure that out. But yeah, I think that's probably the most yeah, likely thing is they, they cut his hand off. Um, and they yeah. probably just cauterize it with, you know, stuff straight out of the forge, like just so he doesn't die. Yeah, he wouldn't care. Yeah. But not a clean, yeah. you know, they don't look after him, but they would make sure he doesn't die. No. If, they, if he dies, they will. Yeah. I mean, you know, but if you can't torture him if they're dead. dead. It's no fun. Yeah, true. So um, I think when Grace sees what he sacrificed for her to get her vengeance, that he did it, yeah. you know, just so she could achieve her goal without any, any caring about his own goal there. And that the one thing yeah. that he, kind of he wanted to avoid, you know, being caught and in jail and that he did willingly for her. Yeah. So one, after okay. he made that sacrifice, I think that was a bigger sacrifice for him than losing a hand. And I think yeah. Grace recognizes Definitely. that, and that's when she chooses, you know, that her vengeance. She's, you know, it's that or her okay. future. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to getting into this one. It's going to be good, and uh, actually, really looking forward to getting into book two after that. Yeah, definitely. Is it so? Word count wise, are you aiming for it to be 50 or do you think it's going to go? Really It'll probably push up 60, 70, to be honest. But yeah, probably about that sort of, around that sort of range. It's not going to blow out onto like, um, you know, epic fantasy size books or anything. Yeah. Are you aiming to get the whole the whole book done in November or just the 50,000? Mm, I would be happy if I get the 50,000 done, but I would, I would love to get the whole book done. So I might I might yes. just put seventy thousand on the word on like the, the word count tracker and um yeah. see how we go. So I've kind of kind of, I've mapped out book four. I've still got to map out book five because I'm going to be doing two books because mine aren't fifty thousand words. Mine are shorter, um so they're more novellas. But um book five is going to be really interesting because I'm going to have to actually I'm going to have to map both of these out. So yeah, we'll get to play with this next mm-hmm. week. 
um, <laughs> because I need to, they're, they're going overseas, they're going to Cook Islands. So it's going to be a whole new like environment and everything to play yeah. with. So that fun. sounds like a lot of fun. And new characters in that regard. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I can relive some moments of my past. <laughs> uh, I'm in a weird I'm, way. I'm making a list of all the different locations as I'm working on this. And my like yeah. my D and D brain is like activated. I'm like I have a whole mansion I have to create and a whole village and like yeah. the, the, see the that's the only problem with doing like more urban fantasy is you don't get that full fantasy where you just like create and just like just go nuts. Yeah, yeah, kind of jealous. Yes, of it's, well, you, can, you can you can come and play <laughs> in my world and help me because um yeah yeah. All right, so I've mapped out my eight points on my circle mm-hmm. super basic i don't have paragraphs i literally have like a line of each but i'll go through it okay so you uh so starts up with at the end of in end of book three harvey had uh met trish at a at the restaurant at the bar um and he starts striking up a friendship with, with her so it starts off like with him kind of building this friendship with her and actually looking after himself and uh, kind of um, continuing on from where he was at the end of book three. So Need, he decides that he wants to get back with Janie. So after talking with Trish, he realises that, you know, he's missing out on this this thing. The last thing that he had or the last time that he feels like he was whole, happy or normal was when he was with Janie. So he decides that he wants to go back to that. Dave ain't happy about that. Oh, wait. Sorry. Mama. Mama. <laughs> okay where was it um yeah so need yeah so he decides he wants to get back with Janie and Dave is not happy about that at all so the next point is go and they enter an unfamiliar situation so for um so Harvey is He's he's trying to get his shit together, which is a really unfamiliar situation for him. Um, so he's doing a lot of cupid matches. He's looking after himself. He's eating healthy. He's like actually doing really good. He's not drinking. Uh, at this point, I don't know if he's back on his uh, prescription meds or not, but we'll guess we'll find out. He with Frankie's help, he is, and this goes into search as well. So with Frankie's help, he gets himself a place. It is a bit. It's dodgy. It's it's Dodge. He's basically paying way less than he should be, and Frankie's pretty much covering it. It's Dodge as hell, but Dodge is uh, he's a financial genius, and he is very good at doing dodgy. Um, so go Frankie. So he's getting he's healthier. He's uh, talking more with Trish as well, and kind of developing that that friendship further. And he's starting to fight with Dave a little more because he's he's kind of getting closer with Trish. And Dave is worried that he's going to, he wants to replace Janie with her, but then it gets worse because he turns around and he's like, no, I'm actually going to contact Janie. So he contacts Janie. Janie agrees, find is Janie agrees to meet him. Uh, take is Janie starts making demands. So he gets what he wants, which is to have Janie mm-hmm. back. And then Janie starts making these demands on him, telling him to jump through hoops. So he's then kind of going, oh, wait, what? <laughs> so return is he realises that Janie is, just keeps raising the bar so that he fails. Like he, he has that realisation. And so he actually breaks it off with Janie, which is really awesome. And that's going to be so much fun to write. But in doing that, he goes back to Dave, but 
he kind of has that moment of going, oh, wait, you know what, though? Some good's come out of this. And he kind of basically tells Dave that he needs to stay away from him because Dave was, you know, in his mind, a bad influence. So that's it. It's very basic, very basic overview, but it gives me something to start working with anyway. No, that's excellent. Yeah. Places to start. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, not, it's not very basic. Yeah, that's it. It's it's really, really, really bare bones. And I feel as we go into that next stage and start beefing mm-hmm. it up, it will, a lot of things will kind of consolidate. And I do need to do this for book five as well, remembering that, you know, they all kind of, I've got 10 books in this series. So mm-hmm. they all kind of run into each other. And he's still in the overall scheme of things. So if you look at the story circle over the entire books, so he's still at that stage where he's kind of, looking for what he thinks that he's after so by the end of book five we're going to be at that that turning point so that's going to be interesting Mm -hmm. okay so yeah so that's that and i will i will story circle um at some point book five during the week Mm -hmm. so that i can come to next week with both of them done but i don't want to i don't want to like book five is going to be pretty easy to story circle actually let me look at one two three four five six look book five i have eight points mm-hmm. so let's just see if it fits in the story circle already out of interest yeah all right so you first trip overseas well you know it's probably building up to that new it's probably more neat okay first trip overseas Dima and pixie try to keep his mind off dave which would be the need they make it they make a thing of it setting goals and challenges go sure they take him to rotonga search sure um find is he's pissed not much opportunity for matching sure Pining for Dave, so that's probably more, that's probably, most of that's probably more in the first part of the story circle, realistically. Um, and then the last night, Dave turns up and he idly matches and gets great wasted, so that's your return and change. So pining for Dave's probably going to be the most of the book. <laughs> Pissed, not much opportunity for matching and pining for Dave. So it's not it's not fully the story circle, but, you know, I've got more to work with mm-hmm. than, um, than I did with this one. So that's good. So it'll be easy for me to, to map out. All right, cool. So we we know what our projects are and we've mapped them out. I feel like this has all been about my stuff because you already had your shit together. <laughs> That's so stretching it, but go on. I wouldn't have if uni hadn't put me in this place. True. But at least, at least next week we can, you know, play with yours a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So what have we got next week? So we're doing characters and... It's characters and locations. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and then the week after we're doing um, kind of dot pointing out for the yeah, like a bit more of an extended plotting, a bit more detailed. Looking, yeah, I think maybe so. Today we were looking at the overarching plot. I think maybe yeah, yeah, because I I I don't even have my plot points. Yeah, work out my plot points. So I've got an idea, but yeah, I feel like in 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 a fortnight it's going to be more like scenes, specific scenes. Yes, yeah, and actually kind of dot pointing it out in preparation mm-hmm. for doing the writing to make the writing easier. Um, and then the fourth week we're going to be doing time management. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, which we'll we'll see we'll see what that one brings up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll definitely go more into the word count tracker that we've got and definitely. I think yeah. look at what we both plan on doing. Um, I think. That's probably going to be a bit more of a me-heavy one, looking at where I can fit in my writing around my day-to-day. Which one of your characters is most likely to become addicted to energy drinks? Oh, I like that one. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, I know my one. I know who I've um, chosen for yours. I'm going to write down who I think yours would be. Okay, I've written down your one. Okay. Um, so I'm going first on this one, aren't I? Yeah, go for it. This time it is Pete. <laughs> I can see but, that. Yeah, but it's more of a like, it's kind of um, almost the post-brains thing. Mm. So it's like kind of replacing it with a new addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like he, it's the flavour and it's the sugar and because he's, without too many spoilers, because he's, uh, how do I say it without being a total spoiler? <laughs> you might not be able to. Yeah, I know, right? Um, okay, let's just say Pete, because the sugar gives his brain a super buzz that he's not used to, um, but it's so funny because it gives him a buzz, but it's kind of like um, it's almost like um, a psychedelic for him. Mm-hmm. So he's not actually going zoom, 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 zoom. He's actually sitting there and just like, ah stuff <laughs> and like having like a psychedelic trip on energy drink no so yeah i, I, can, yeah. I can see that i find some energy yeah. drinks that would definitely do that okay. uh, <laughs> so i did you think mine was i had guessed um one of the girls marcy or gracie <laughs> i could definitely say that uh my backup was jackson because yeah. jackson <laughs> fair <laughs> Um, I could see Gracie for sure, mm-hmm. especially if she hadn't had one before. Yeah, that would be and fun. just being like, and her and her oh, actually running um, around in circles. Her, you know, her changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, that'd be hilarious. That is a fun one. I like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so who's um so I've written down who I think, which is a bit of an odd one. I don't actually know why I've said that one, but okay. who is it? Interesting. Uh so my um, most likely to become addicted to energy drinks is actually Eli. Eli, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, he's just there's so much world. I maybe this is like the part that I can relate to. At the moment, yeah. so much to do, and it doesn't yeah. need to be done. But there's so much to do. <laughs> so yeah, he would. I think he would definitely very easily go down the path of getting addicted to energy drinks and thinking that would help. It's it's strange that I know that that book series that you're talking about is forefront of your mind, but I keep going to the other one. It's yeah. weird because I I wrote down Blair for that. I can see that. Yeah, I could see that when she's in, yes. in like her writing frenzy. Writing mode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it just like one after the other because coffee just wasn't doing it. No, <laughs> a double barrel, one <laughs> cup of coffee, and a can of energy drink, definitely. That's it. Yeah, I could see that happening. And then, like, I wonder what would happen if I put them together. <laughs> I'm, I'm making coffee with the energy drink instead of water. It's quicker. <laughs> and then the other three all at the same time don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's, no, Lee's just like, no, no, I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lee, Lee is the last person to be going, that's a bad idea, don't do it. 
is a very, very big enabler. <laughs> also why I would see him on Dumb Ways to Die. <laughs> also yep. why I just put his name down first for everything. And <laughs> Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of The Character Collective. If you have any questions, suggestions, feedback, especially fanfic or fan art, email us at character.collective.podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're using Anchor, just send us a voice message. We'll have new episodes coming out every Wednesday, so before you go, make sure you click off for notifications. On Spotify, click follow. On Anchor, click favourite below. Also, don't forget to share this with your writer and reader friends. Right, let's do this. You don't like smiling. Yeah, I don't. Why? I don't. Can you shut that place? Okay, I can shut it. That sounded like coffee. Okay, I can shut it.